Okay, Bonnie, let's draw for our monthly newsletter sponsor. Uh, we give out an Illuminidals candle every month for people who support us, and we really appreciate it. You can go to our website, deconversiontherapypodcast.com, sign up for the newsletter, and it's $7 a month. We write personal things in there. We try and show you news articles about what's going on in the religious world that we're not going to talk about on the podcast because sometimes it's not very funny. And just um, in case you think these candles are like, oh, it's a jar full of scented wax. Great. I can get that at any home goods. It's not that. It, these are the cylindrical saint candles that you find in a bodega or on the bottom of the international aisle at the grocery store. Um, but it's saint robes and stuff with fun idol pa- uh, faces glued on. So like Karen has Tina Fey. I've got David Cross. And previous winners have selected Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> Not very religious. And there was a great story to go with that. And, um, and oh, and Carrie Fisher. Yeah, who's, you know, God bless us all. So you can light these. They can inspire you. You can get sports people. You can pick from whatever. Um, but we really appreciate people sponsoring us. And the newsletter can be whatever you all want it to be. You can say, hey, I want to hear more about this, or can you supply more resources for that? And yeah, we'll do that. All right, so ready? Here's my cup. I'm going to pick this month's winner, and (laughs) it is Megan Kay. You know who you are, Megan Kay. Congratulations. We'll put our face on a... I mean, you get to pick an Illuminidals candle, and we'll get in touch with you. And thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. That's Karen. This is disconversion <laughs> We have been talking for way too long and sending each other weird photos, and uh, you do not want to hear all that other shit. So officially, welcome to Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. And I always like to say that's because there are other platforms that we're on that people don't even realize are related to a podcast <laughs> that Karen's in charge of and sometimes doesn't even realize she should be doing things on. Well, Karen has been doing a lot of things on the TikTok. Oh, what I wanted to say is, so there's this thing where supposedly you can get shadow banned or reported And on TikTok, there have been tons of, like, especially atheist creators who say they're atheists getting reported by Christians all the time. And sometimes their whole thing is taken down or their videos don't show as much to people. Okay, so so an atheist gets taken down, but somebody who spouts off all sorts of stuff from a random book written by they're really not sure, they're allowed to leave theirs up. That, okay. Correct, correct. Um, and okay. Because the atheists are not reporting the Christians because, you know, they don't have Because they have that. better shit to do? Uh, exactly. I'm sorry. Um, 
But I noticed the last two videos I put up have not gotten the numbers of, you can see how many people see it. I'm not talking about likes, but see it. And the numbers are very down. And I'm like, is it because... You were shadow danced. I'm shadow dancing with Andy Gibb. Or um, is it because they're shitty videos? It's hard to know. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. But there was one. So this, this adorable Christian young woman did this little skit for TikTok. And she'd be like, you know, Christian helpline or heaven's helpline or God's helpline. Can I help you? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's covered in the blood. You're covered, you know, and she would just. So mm-hmm. I did our version of it, which is like, oh, yeah, no, you, you need to straighten your shit out. Yeah, you <laughs> might go to jail. Yeah, no, you need to fess <laughs> up, you know, all that stuff. Um, so really, uh, maybe, maybe I'll just get a SAG award because <laughs> it did not get the attention it deserved. You know, it it makes me want to bump up the first goofball we have to talk about in this episode. And this episode, by the way, folks, is called Church Bulletin, where we just kind of give you a rundown of what's happening in um, uh, the church world of hypocrisy (laughs) and bizarre behavior and news that's been reported. And a lot of this is in the mainstream press this time. Oh, I mean, it's really, uh, that's what I am learning on TikTok about how many people are very interested and involved in all this kind of news and all this kind of, you know, like, oh, we've been damaged by the church. And it's either because they've been in it or now just mainstream is fascinating. But let me do merch first. Let's do merch first. Merch first. So I haven't showed you this, but... Oops, our Zoom is not good. Oh, the merch is disappearing because I put a cute oh, background. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's cute. So that's my cool. merch came in. So this is a camper cup, which makes you feel like you are out in the great outdoors uh, when you sit near your air conditioner. It's a little mug. And I got the one that says, I feel my Jezebel spirit coming on. So I got that. And it's like tin? Yeah. T-I-N, not T-E-N? Correct. I did just got one of this tin. And you can get like a mug, so you can put it in the microwave. But I wanted to try that one. Um, I also got this (laughs) sticker. Damn it. You Zoom... Hold on. Let me get... Okay, for those of you who can't see us, which is hopefully everyone, Karen is trying to show me something, but she has one of those cool fake backgrounds. Oh, she took it away. I took it away. And then he said, whatever you do, don't eat from that tree. That's so cute. I love that art. And it has our Eve baking the pie. So this is a sticker. I'm going to put it on my laptop so that when we do get to go to coffee shops, I can keep bitches away from me. I got Could this. Oh, there's more. Shirt. Oh, I like that. That's cute. That's so cute. It's like a peach color, but it's really super soft, which I like. Mm-hmm. And this is the one that says I spent my tithe on this. <laughs> and then um, this is going to come in very. Before you go to the next thing, 
with the the Adam and Eve thing with the pie. Yeah. Should Adam be barbecuing a snake? Yes, yes. Let's get <laughs> I mean, our But he didn't kill the snake, right? No, they did not. Because um, that's the, the devil. Snake. Well, <laughs> so I guess if a- they... If they killed the devil, we wouldn't have any big giant Bible. I mean, like, why couldn't that be done in two seconds? Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, no. And supposedly maybe the snake had legs because then it was cursed to um, slide on its belly for the rest of its life. Oh, that's right. So see, snakes were also abused in this story. (laughs) All right. This is an apron. Isn't that cute? Oh, that's clever. That's clever. It is. And so this yep. one has Eve with the pie on it, and it says, when a snake gives you apples, preheat to 350. Um, is there a Bible verse underneath that? Uh, yeah, Karen. Uh, <laughs> Karen 413. And then super soft. I am not joking. Whoops. These are just super soft. So then my favorite, I got this gray. Uh, t-shirt that says I went to church and all I got was this religious trauma. But I love it. So yeah, our new That's merch cute. is up. You can find it at deconversiontherapypodcast.com or look in all the bios of Twitter, Instagram, Doodly and Bop Bop. Yeah. <laughs> I think Instagram has the link in the bio. Yeah. I can't find shit in Twitter. <laughs> well, if you go to, like, our profile, I think I put in our bio and everything our links. So they should be there. Um, but you can just go to the website, too. And you can send us funny true stories there. And yeah, send some true stories because I know you guys are holding out and have some. <laughs> and we've been getting some. I haven't read them, but I'm excited, too. Um, I wanted to read you something funny, and this might not pertain at all Good. to the podcast, but it occurred to me right now, um, and I did not send it to you. But um, So there's a website called Nextdoor, which you probably yes, know yes. about. Yep. And then there's the Twitter feed called Best of Nextdoor, mm-hmm. which is the best of people being shitheads. <laughs> or it's funny and endearing. Anyway, right, it's right. supposedly to make you laugh. And so here's a post from Nextdoor. It says, need advice. My son proposed to his fiance about six months ago, and she said yes. They're super happy, and we love her family too. I just found out today that another girl is in love with him and plans to propose next week. Should I say anything? Oh, and also, he's four. They're all four. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Isn't that cute? That is so um, cringy. No, that is cute. They're me... all four. <laughs> I don't know if we've said on the podcast, but I wanted to follow up to Dominion Dating that was a couple of podcasts ago that the the dickhead guy who runs that. Don't call him that. I will. Take that out. Why? Because <laughs> we we should we should we should we should expose his dickheadiness, but not name it. Which I feel that we should let the people realize for themselves based on evidentiary evidence. Okay, that's going to be our vote, guys. You tell us 
who's right, Karen or the other person? <laughs> we'll put, it, put a, a poll up on Instagram. Okay, the the man, the mm. the founder, yeah, the founder of the Dickhead website. Um, <laughs> he uh, he found our you know our thing that we did on him, and so of course he posts on Twitter. You know, great roast ladies. And I'm like, why do you keep giving other people, uh, you know, any con- He thinks he's getting free advertisement, but I don't think he understands the numbers that would be interested in finding him are there to mock it and therefore will find us. And no one following us are like, I want to be in a patriarchal relationship. So anyway, I don't know, because yeah. if we have just one person who's listening to us to try to strengthen their testimony uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and they think, oh, that's a good idea, then he has one more member and it doesn't seem like he has a lot. So one the price <laughs> might went be up. really valuable. Good luck. Good enjoy. <laughs> All right, let's start with another person that has been in the news. I will cover Mr. Joshua Duggar. So everyone's like, okay, I can't wait till you rip this Josh Duggar apart. And maybe this goes with what you were saying that let's let Josh Duggar rip himself apart (laughs) with the evidentiary uh, dickheadedness. All right, so... (laughs) Josh Duggar, okay, I hate to say this, but for a long time, I thought they were Mormon. I I did not realize they were Southern Baptist. <laughs> but we've done an episode on them, haven't we? No, we did Quiverful, and we tucked oh. that in there. But I guess I, I saw, like, the skirts and the hair, and I just thought that that doesn't jive with how we were raised so they must be some weird Amish Mennonite like mishmash so are they the ones and tell people uh, and tell me are they the ones on that show from one of the cable networks like yes. 18 and counting it was called the Duggars yes. oh, well, 18 sure, okay. and counting and then <laughs> 19 and moving on and then I think there was um, we don't love sex, but let's do it because of babies. That was... We fucking love sex. <laughs> we don't love sex. That was um, the HBO one. Yeah. We don't love sex. We just want the babies. <laughs> so Josh Duggar on Thursday, April 29th of this oh, that's year. That's specific. Okay. The, the year of our Lord. Um, he was arrested by federal law enforcement and, like, Homeland Security, which threw everyone off, but I'll get into that, uh, for having possession of child porn, including just disgusting things, and I'm not going to want to talk about it, but law enforcement were like, it's the worst we've ever seen, and I'm like, all right, I don't want to, I'm not interested, don't like that, that's disgusting. Now, this is what I think he should have been arrested for. The 30 Wait, hold on one second, because I didn't know this. So you're telling me all this is new. Uh, this is news to me. 
Okay. Um, so what kind of porn was it? Child was it, porn. I Well, thanks. I know. And you said that. but Oh, I didn't it, know you was were it, so into the categories. <laughs> what do you know from the dark web? I don't. Was it was it pictures? Was it was it oh god, it can't be video, can it? I would assume it would be all that. Oh and god. So, this is uh, let me tell you why I think he should have been arrested. The 33-year-old, 33. Yeah. Father of 7 pled yeah. not guilty. There. That's where you get put in jail. And your wife's pregnant with the eighth child and you're 33. Is she? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So the child porn, what I found out um, from my scholarly digging is that why Homeland Security was involved is when Homeland Security was started, one of the things they were in charge of is they put these little trackers on photos that are on the dark web. So oh, they take. That's interesting. You know, I think they try and take them off, but they have some kind of tracker so that they know who passes it on. Because when you think about it, unfortunately, children who are on these photos are also victims in other ways that we don't want to describe. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess that's when it popped up on. Josh Duggar's IP address at his work. So let me back up for you. Josh Duggar is one of 49 children of Billy Bob and Clarinette Duggar. I forget their names. I don't care. I think I watched it for five minutes once uh, because I was very fascinated in the house they built on the Duggar thing. But, um, you mean on their like uh property, their lawn, yeah, their oh, compound that's the word I wanted, right? Yeah, they, you know, I'm like, I like architecture, and they're like, this is how we feed all the millions of our kids, and this is what we do. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. wait a minute, let's hold on for a second here because I think you called him Billy Bob, but his name is actually Jim Bob, yeah, I was making it up, um. Okay, and but I didn't want to get in trouble for calling somebody Billy Bob as an insult. Oh, my goodness. Well, yep. Hey, y'all, start your own podcast. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> so it seems that if we peel back layers, Jim Bob, the father, the patriarch of mm-hmm. this uh, this small city of children, his father... The grandfather seems like he had some shady things going on and uh, people have insinuated that maybe there was a bit of the kind of pornography or something happening that they uh, sort of did not like the grandfather in that way. Now, Jim Bob and the wife seem to be real straight arrows, so straight that they really condemn LGBT people. Uh, and so forth. Now, people who live in the area of where they live really despise the family in general because (laughs) they think they're better than everyone. All their names start with J. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I remember we did something. Yeah. And so, and that they bought up a lot of land 
and that people just generally don't like them. So Josh was looked into years ago when it was revealed that when he was younger, like maybe um, 12 or 15, maybe, actually, I think he was 15 or 16, that he had done some inappropriate touching with some minors, and that included two of his sisters. Mm -hmm. So they did what was right. Gathered around. Sisters? Sisters. Did what was right. No, no. The family, the Duggar family. Okay. Decided, you know what's going to be good? Let's send him to some Christian counseling, which only uses the Bible to, like, smooth over and butter the bread and, you know, not really... I go to my mind's image of Christian counseling when someone comes in with something really serious like this shit, and he's just flipping through like, I don't know, let me look at my appendix. (laughs) Right, right. There's (laughs) nothing in here for me for this. (laughs) But at the same time, it says this and this, and it's very black and white, so we're not going to look at the nuances of what damage you might have had when you were younger. We're going to just show you the black and white verses that we can find that maybe talk about it. That say you are wrong to do this. Yeah, that's not helpful. No shit. No. Yep. So uh, now it's being revealed that one of his childhood friends is saying, okay, when this happened and he was found you know, fondling or admitting to whatever he did with some minors, including his sisters. He was punished by the family where the father was really strict with him and made him dig wells. So I guess it was, you know, physical labor, go think about what you've done, and shave his head. And I was like, okay, that's weird, but I can— Shave his head? I know, but then I thought, I remember sort of that, um, sort of some of the societies I was in as Christians where if you really loved something, that would be taken away from you, whether it's your phone or your Nintendo your games. So I have this feeling that, you know, he probably had an ego, thought he looked great, loved his hair or something <laughs> that would be like, you know what, this is what you love. Let's take that away from you. I don't know. Or, as they suspected with Britney Spears, she shaved her head so they couldn't take a sample of her hair to prove that she had drugs in her. Oh. See? I did not know. I thought she shaved her head because she just um, went bonko. No? Well, there's just speculation. But I like the, you know what? You're not going to get a sample of my hair. Because it's all gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. So when he was arrested, supposedly, it was all raided back in 2019. The compound? So, I, don't, I don't know if it was his compound or Josh Duggar's house and his work. Okay. And then the arrest happened now. So... It seems to be that, you know, there was a lot more that the authorities needed to do to connect this and that and make sure. I bet they needed evidence. What? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's my word for the day. I'm sorry. So when you look at his mugshots, 
The thing is, he has a fucking smirk on it that you just want to punch his face because, okay, say you think you're innocent. You would still look upset in your mugshot. You would still be, like, devastated. But that smirk just pisses at, me at off. At the very least, you should feign humility. There you go. Just you because go. he's a public figure. Right. Do you remember Hugh Grant's mugshot when he yes. got arrested with the the sex worker? He was devastated. He, this was so... Oh, jeez. <laughs> yep. Like, shit. Exactly. You should have that, oh, shit, look on your face. But this guy didn't. He pled um, not guilty to all the counts. And then he was, I think they set a bail, and it could have been pretty high. But, um, yeah, he got let out and all that stuff. Now, he can't stay at his house because there are seven young children there. Of and course. His wife is pregnant. Hey, let's figure out another way to get out of our responsibilities to our children. Right, right. Although that's that's kind of uh, an extreme. Like, <laughs> I really don't like taking care of all these rugrats. I'm going to go get arrested on <laughs> something child pornography. I get kicked out of the house. Uh, so it's in, not funny. It isn't. This is so awful. And we're not making fun of that and how traumatic that really is. But what a dickhead. Oh. I don't so, mind calling no, him a dickhead. Oh, uh, there we go. Okay. So in uh here comes that relative morality. Um in 2015, he was caught using the Ashley Madison site after they had a security breach, remember? And that's right. like a adult escort service. And his wife, Anna, kept forgiving him and all this stuff because we know as former Christians that it's like this is this is a struggle. This is a trial that we have to face and we have to pray through it and we stay married and some people say that the wife is complicit in all of this, but I'm like, no, look up coercive control. She was raised in this kind of, you know, patriarchal economy where she was raised to just be a good, supportive wife. Yeah. Um, no stumbling block here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about, break down the reality of what it must mean to use sites like Ashley Madison and to have child porn on your devices, it started somewhere else. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. It had to, it, it had to start in his thought life. Oh, that thought life. And I, and I love that biblical term because it applies to reality too. If you think about it long enough, you're going to go hunting for it on the internet. Yeah. And then, you you know, I, I just don't think at all that he started with with children. So that means the volume of what he must have gone through to sift down into right. being so taboo that it's kids. I know. Ugh. And see, that's what is frustrating in two ways. If the grandfather had been caught watching porn or that's what the family knows of, there's this Christian belief of the sins of the father and, quote, generational 
curses, generational. Um, and I'm sure that there is something there that's like, okay, look what is going on in our family because of what is, quote, running in our family. We need to pray against this. We need to break the generational curses rather than what you're saying actually go back to the beginning of, you know, why were you feeling up your sisters? What, what were you watching? What were you seeing? Now, I think what's running in their family is a lack of humility and empathy. There's that. There's, we got a billion kids. We can't keep our eyes on all of them. <laughs> um, and we're putting them out into the public to be seen. And that pushes anything that is their own, whether it's good or bad, down in secret. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And the other thing I think about shows like that is uh, it, I can't imagine, or maybe there are, but are there people who look at them and go, what a great example of a family? Or is everyone watching them going freak show? See, that's what I thought. That's what I'm like, do these people not know that the majority of people watching them are like exactly what you said? But But are we just assuming the majority of people are watching them thinking that they're uh, on the fringe? What if I've, that's just us, yeah. and, you know, uh, projecting our values onto the viewers? Right, right. I don't know. I mean, the skirts, that's what killed it for me. Um, <laughs> the skirts. <laughs> what do they have, like Little House on the Prairie outfits? Yeah, they've, you know, it, that's why I was thinking they were Mormon, because they have, like, the high hair barrette. Um, 80s, Seinfeld, Julia, Louis Dreyfus, hair. Um, oh, oh, I know. Perm- You're talking about like Kimmy Schmidt emerging from the bunker oh, hair yeah, yeah. and outfits. Well, not not that extreme, but extreme <laughs> enough that <laughs> Mina like. Um, so it has been said that Josh and his wife Anna have known about his, quote, struggles with all this. And man, that's one thing I'm so glad I'm out, where everything that, you know, came across my life ended up being a, quote, struggle or trial, and I focused so much on it. And now that I don't, things get solved and taken care of so much faster. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Well, Josh and Anna had that... Um, Software on his computers at home. Oh, the Covenant no. Eyes. Remember that? What's it called again? Covenant Eyes. Oh, yeah. So if he were to try and look up, you know, anything that would be close to anything, an alert would go to his wife. Her, though? Shouldn't yes. the alert go to your male friend who could try to talk you off the ledge before... It went right to the authorities. Right. <laughs> the wife. Well, that this is what I'm saying. Like, this woman is carrying a burden that is so responsible for her husband and her husband's actions. I'm sure yeah. she's already like, he wouldn't be looking at this stuff if I provided for him sexually and satisfied all his fantasies or whatever. Um and then she has the thing of being responsible, 
Yeah, for what he even looks at and it going to her email or phone, you know, beep, beep, Josh looked up boobies again or whatever. <laughs> um, boobies. But she had to have <laughs> known some of this stuff, but I still don't think she's, I don't think she's guilty. I think she should just be left alone and counseled that you need to get out of that house and your kids need to get out. So he's staying with some pastor and wife because that's what you do and being kept away from his children because that's I what you think, should do. <laughs> yeah, he might actually get to see them. I can't remember because I think people were upset about something like that. I think it would be very traumatic on kids to have dad all of a sudden go on 100% of the time. I know. I, I mean, that's Or at that. least based on the podcasts that I listened to <laughs> where people have discovered that their dad did shitty things like that. It was a huge moment of trauma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be just trauma all the way around. And a lot of the family have come and spoken out. But, of course, it's always um, these vague things that uh, say something that makes me upset. So one of the things, I think it was the parents came out and said, we as Christians are against pornography. I'm like, our child pornography and all that. I'm like, who, you think we aren't? (laughs) What? We as Christians. I mean, that type of thing steams me up. But I think there were a lot of like faux, you know, apologies, not even apologies, but I think one of the sisters came out and was like, this is disgusting, right. I'm very upset type thing. And it's like, yeah, that's that's how you're supposed to say it. Uh, but his, all right, so we're waiting to see what happens with this. Yeah, so his trial is set for July. Um, now, of course, Josh Duggar was on some wholesome family values crap committee and he has you know met trump and you know marco rubio and paul rand and all these other people that he associated with because we all know that they're just all a bunch of disgusting liars who do gross things and they will get caught or they won't and so now what's going through the family including the wife is that this wouldn't be happening if Donald Trump was still in power because they believe Biden and his crew are setting them up (laughs) to try and tear down the family values initiative. And the whole movement of evangelicals becoming more popular. But also now... I don't know. It's inside edition, but now, like, there's a stripper who's come forward and said, yeah, I met Josh in 2015 at a at a strip club, and then we went back to his hotel, and he was, you know, he scared me how rough he was, and, you know, I don't oh, really God. know um, what's going on, but she's like, yeah, that guy's a prisoner. Uh, nope. She said, yeah, that guy's a predator. Um But anyway, uh, we will see in July, and I'll punch him in the face, and and that's it with that. (laughs) Well, that just seems to be what happens when you are repressed. Exactly. Purity culture. Bam, bam. 
Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the whole politics thing, I'm going to skip over um, one of these and tell you what happened with one of our favorite goofballs. The pink-haired lady, Kat Kerr. Is it Kerr or Kerr? I don't. Kat Kerr? Kerr? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> so Kat Kerr, we did an episode on her a couple of back, and she's a prophetess. And yes. she's got pink hair because God told her to wear her hair pink. And she's been to heaven a thousand times. And right. there's jello and, land up there. <laughs> and, and she tells about exactly what heaven's like. And surprisingly, it's the fantasies that a lot of white ladies have. <laughs> right. <laughs> and from America. Um, like there are buffets everywhere. Right. And, uh, <laughs> um, okay, so... She is speared. She is speared. Okay. So Kat Kerr appeared on the Elijah Streams YouTube channel last Wednesday. This is just a few days ago. This is breaking news for us. Um, <laughs> and on there, she declared that Christians are under no obligation to pray for President Joe Biden because despite all appearances, he's not actually, quote, in authority. <sighs> so... Here we go. Here we go um, again. <laughs> it, this is like the whole, uh, we're going to twist this logic so far in the weirdest way, and we're right. going to make ourselves uh, justified with whatever we want to do. Yep. So Kerr, who is among the group of self-proclaimed prophets who guaranteed that former President Donald Trump would win the 2020 election and now adamantly refuses to accept that the prophecy was wrong, even though Biden's been in office for nearly four months. She just outright dismissed the Bible's command that Christians pray for their political leaders. And so, uh, you know, then they cite Romans 13 that says there is no authority except from God and those that exist have been instituted by God. All right. So then Kerr decided these commands are not binding on Christians today because oh. Biden oh, supposedly wow. stole the election yeah, and yeah. is therefore not legitimately in authority. So here's her quote. It says, pray for those who are in authority. We, the people, didn't vote that person in. And the real truth is we know who is the president who won in 2020. Stop saying the prophets were wrong. The winning was for the T person. Number 45 <laughs> won. He won, won, won in a landslide. It was stolen, and 80 million people know that it was stolen. Okay. So then she goes on to say, when you sit in an office and you're duly elected correctly and legally, you have a voice and you are in authority, she continued. Those who steal, those who steal and hide, they are not in authority legally in any way. Not in the spirit realm, not in the physical realm, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, I'm not reading any more of her stuff. But, okay, so her logic is that... Some people say the election was stolen. Well, if the authority that's in place is the authority, which are the uh, the whole legal system, <laughs> right. and it was fought in the right. right way and failed, then that doesn't count. Right. Then, then he, then Biden is in there legally. And if you want to go with um, who really didn't win an election the first time around, I mean. I think that he didn't get the popular vote, and I think the Electoral College is bullshit. But right. four years ago, Trump won because of the Electoral College, but I have to accept 
the rules that are in place, which say the Electoral College decides who wins. So if I have to accept those rules, you've got to accept the legal system this time. But like, I think that that's true logic, but it also happens to support what I believe. Yeah, I know. But isn't it... Factual. Is, isn't it factual? <laughs> I, I could I could admit if it wasn't. I know. See, that's the that that's it. On TikTok, I did something showing a CNN interview recently with Franklin Graham, and yeah. the interviewer Brianna was like, "Hey, you're the one." Even four months after Biden was elected, saying it wasn't true and legal and all that. Are you saying that he's the president, uh, Biden? And because now Franklin Graham is out there saying, take the vaccine, all this stuff. So he, he's a mess. But he skirts around the issue and he says, let me be clear. And then proceeds five minutes of <laughs> vagaries, non-clarity. <laughs> And I had... Let me be clear. One time I read a book when I was on the toilet, and it was a cartoon book, and Archie explained the meaning of the word genetics. So he was a mess. He wouldn't admit anything, um, and, you know, everyone... There's the evidence. You can see it. And I had people come in saying... The, the election was stolen, blah, blah, blah. No, he's not the president. And it was all from accounts that were just numbers and user 5432. Right, um, right. But they always, I was telling my husband, why do they always also have the name Rob somewhere in there? <laughs> user <laughs> Rob 423. And the picture is always of a tiny dog. Like, there's so many that just have, like, a chihuahua head or some other, like, small dog head. Because, they, because they're on to everybody's being on to them about having that egg. Exactly, exactly. So, so they're like, all like, let's do small dogs, everyone. Okay. Um, but I guess it's the first image that comes up on Google when you put in dog. Right. You know, the thing is, it helps the algorithm. So, like... Everyone was in there giving their little two bits. But then I, you know, I'm like, sometimes I don't delete things like that. But anyone who is yelling that the election was false, I'm just like, I, I don't even want to see your dog face. Oh, you and the, your chihuahua <laughs> are blocked. So the dog faces are still out every Friday afternoon on a main intersection here in my neighborhood. I have to pass them in my car every time it's Friday and I'm on the way home and thinking, oh, it's going to be a nice relaxing. There they are. Oh, my God. And they've all got their flags and things are, you know, like the signs say election was stolen. I'm like, you guys go home. Oh, my God. Go home. Yeah. And then the police have to waste their resources gathering around to, pro, you know, to protect everybody from any fights that break out. Or falling and breaking a hip, because they are. <laughs> no, and they're not old. Oh, really? No. It's a scary group of people, and yeah. they always have a boombox going, which <laughs> makes me crazy. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that they're local here, but they all come together still on that one corner. 
Damn them. I know. And I'm thinking maybe they'll have something better to do when, now that things are opening up more. Perhaps get on a plane and go on a trip. Just go to a nice deli. Chill out. Yeah. Just get out. God. Um, All right. So that was the cat cur stuff. Man. If you are not a usual watcher of the Today Show, you didn't know that Savannah Guthrie interviewed the guy who founded Hillsong Church. Howard. Oh, Brian Houston. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So on Tuesday morning, um, it said uh, the headlines were uh, Brian Houston breaking his silence on the Hillsong downfall, whatever. Um, I didn't think it included anything super interesting, except, (laughs) well, maybe it did. Um, He said that Carl, Carl, Carl Lentz, yeah, Carl Rove, Carl, (laughs) um, that he displayed. Uh, so Carl displayed narcissistic behavior and lying, and they they gave a little rundown of what had been going on in the church, how after Carl, you know, was discovered to be having an affair, then they kind of exposed the culture of the church, and there's bullying, and um, people were resigning in various branches, and one, I think, maybe in Texas or somewhere, even closed yeah, down. Yeah. So Savannah Guthrie sat down with him and... And just blatantly asked him, you know, well, how did you feel about Carl and his presence in the church? And he said, uh, oh, she said, um, you know, is it true that Carl would arrive to venues in a chauffeured car, wait in the green room, do the sermon, and then like bug out after? And he wasn't available at all. And Brian admitted his lack of availability bothered him. Um, but he also explained that when you're giving a sermon, you're prepping beforehand, which is true. Yeah. That's um, fine. So a lot of the things that he was justifying, I didn't feel like he was being. I didn't feel like he was being very defensive about him. He said, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to figure out. Um, Savannah also asked him what he had to say about gay people uh, and how they've been hurt in some of their experiences going to Hillsong. Um, So Brian said, this is what upset me, though. Brian said, he doesn't have any personal bias against gay people, but as a pastor, you don't represent what you think, but what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are those two separate things? Right. Are you not if, living by way of the Bible? Is there not belief? <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't believe it, then what is your belief? Unbelievable. <laughs> um So, and then at one point he says, I'm acknowledging that mistakes have been made and there are areas in which we need to get far better. Um, So, I I mean, I kind of liked what he said, but then, you know, she, she put it all on him. Like, well, as the head of the church, don't you think that you should have been aware of this or that you should have, you know, gotten a hold of the the issues? Um, But it's kind of like the whole Ellen DeGeneres show. I promise you, nobody at the level where he is, people aren't being shitty to him, and they're not bullying him. Exactly. So he has absolutely no idea. And you're supposed to say, well, the buck stops here. But if the buck doesn't even get to you, you don't know to stop it. Right, right. Um, I had had a 
one of the senior VPs in one of the companies I worked with, she was always saying like, oh my gosh, this person is so nice. And I'm like, <laughs> I was, I said to her, yeah, to you, because yeah. this was like the most professional kiss up that you've ever met. And they would suck up upward and shit downward. Right. And, and working with them was just a pain in the ass and they made everything extra difficult, but, oh, you know, not to the superiors. And like, how can you be in a position of leadership and not know that you're being snowed? And that's the thing, though. There's so many, especially now, like, I just can't have negative and toxic people around me, which I don't want either. But if right. you're in a place of leadership, you should just keep one on speed dial to get the real <laughs> scoop from because you've pushed them away because you don't like what they have to say, but maybe they're the ones that have the truth. Yeah. And the whole idea of, um, certain, like, I'm going to use this reference, but like if there's a professional tennis player who has their <laughs> family member as a coach, that coach is going to give you the shitty information that you maybe don't want to hear right. rather than if you're paying somebody to coach you. Yeah. You know, so I mean, the lack of yes men, it's just so funny, too, because Savannah mentioned to him, well, um, oh, no, it was afterwards when they were talking to the other, you know, stars of the Today Show. Um, she was saying it's like a big corporation and there's a whole vibe in the corporation. And she goes, well, it is like a big institution. Yeah. And um, anyhow, so so that's happening. He broke his silence. <laughs> I'd like but I think I honestly think he did a pretty good job, though, of making me think, well, he did ultimately look over some narcissistic behavior of Carl's for right. the sake of the church. And he did a good job getting Justin Bieber's life turned around. He brought that up. <laughs> and that's no well, small okay. task because yeah. he's an influential guy. Yeah. Um, and so you're like, well, what's the greater good? Um. But well, I think we know. But I mean, that's it. Like that is just. He didn't strike just, me as as a shitty guy. No, no. Brian. I mean, but then that just is like, okay, yeah, mere people. Like, where's the discernment? Where's the hearing from God that would make all of this, uh, you know, be more than what you and I could figure out by adding one plus one equals two? Because all this is very obvious, but. Um, I also, I, you know, these places have money and we learned with the Nexium thing. If you guys watch hmm. that Nexium cult show that there's a linguistic way of speaking, uh, that is similar to hypnotism can influence people. You know, these pastors, especially these rich ones have gone to some sort of Training, training. Or, yes, know this stuff. So when you see them on the Today Show, your eyes will be doing that <laughs> spiral where you're spiral. <laughs> going, you know what? He's not that bad. <laughs> Even when I read it, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Where he admitted, he admitted to a lot, you know, a lot needs to change. But that whole part about, you know, like, I'm fine with gays, but God's not. Yeah. And I'm just there to preach God stuff. 
I don't have to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You Hold should on. believe it. I'm going to preach it. Let me let my dog out. So the answer is Karen. Karen, let the dogs out. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah. So lastly, we have a comic that you and I love and have talked about many times, John Mulaney, and what the fuck has been happening with him and his, you know, leaving his wife, who is so sweet, and um, now automatically, within two days of that being reported, is supposedly dating Olivia Munn, and it said they met in church. So we have a lot of questions, but Bonnie's been on the case. Well, the part that I love about this is that we are not the only ones who are obsessed with the in-church part I know. of the relationship's beginning. I don't want to talk about him as a person or any of his personal, you know, information like that because I love him so much and respect him. But the church part, the church part upsets me. So I, um, I'm upset because I watched um, comedians in cars having I know, coffee. getting coffee. Yeah. yeah, with Jerry Seinfeld, and it introduced his wife buying the rug. Yeah. So anyway, well, you never know what's going on in a marriage. You don't, Ever. but um, I am not dating Olivia Munn. Okay, let's go on. <laughs> Well, um, okay, so the portion of this story that most people seem interested in that I can condone um, is the church part. So apparently, quote, a source told People magazine that they met in church. And so I was like, Karen, like, I'm going to do a little investigating about this to see if there's any news on this. And apparently what's news to me is there's an uh, a version of the U.S. Uh, Sun, like the Sun magazine or rag or paper from the U.K. Yeah. They have the Sun U.S. I didn't know we had that here. We have the Guardian and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so they decided to cover this as an item in the Sun U.S., the church component of all of this. Ah. So they said that one Twitter user expressed her confusion at the news, writing, Me finding out that John Mulaney asked for a divorce three days ago. Fast forward to today, finding out that he is dating Olivia Munn, who he met at church when the man made it a whole thing that he doesn't even go to church. Right. <laughs> I just love it. Um and then there was another, quote, investigation going on on this site called Distractify. I like um, that one. Oh, yeah? You yeah, know that yeah. site? Yeah. Oh. They get, I mean, just because you can find a lot of dirt there. That's it. You read so much more than I do. Well, um, I, I'm known as, as a <laughs> intellect. As a reader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, John Mulaney could have been at church, but not necessarily for religious purposes. That's the mm -hmm. headline. And then it says, amidst the many Twitter users doubting John and Olivia's new courtship due to the unlikely reveal that they met in church, one Twitter user so astutely pointed out, feels like a lot of people freaking out over John Mulaney meeting a girl in church don't realize how many 12-step meetings take place in churches. True. Oh. Exactly. That's a good idea. That's a good explanation. But um, then it's also like, okay, 
let's go find out what Olivia Munn's issues were that she was at that 12-step program. <laughs> no, leave them alone. <laughs> I will it's not God leave them that alone. I'm upset about, not her alcoholism. <laughs> um, and then I, I, I put a little picture here of some meme that somebody put in of somebody behind jail. And it, it's probably a cartoon character that I don't know, but you probably do. Is this some SpongeBob ancillary character? <laughs> Let me look. I'm trying okay. to find it. Where is it? It's, oh, it's yeah, that's that... some SpongeBob thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, John Mulaney, you don't even go to church. How the fuck did you meet <laughs> Olivia Munn at church? I trusted you. <laughs> that's it. So many people <laughs> were just pissed. And I was like, oh, my God, someone please tell me it wasn't Hillsong. And there were a few, I know. <laughs> like, people in the know that were like, okay, it has to be City Church, Mosaic, or Hillsong. Like, People were oh, very God. interested. No, I think it's just a church that has a lot of meeting rooms. That makes the most sense. Well, if we find out that John Mulaney goes to Hillsong, then everything <laughs> is over. It's going to be, I, you know, again. I don't know. I won't know what to do with myself. No. I might have to go back to church. <laughs> 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 Are you coming to church because you oh, want to meet you. God? No, I'm coming to meet a rehabbed comedian. <laughs> Are there any available? That's all we have for the church bulletin, but that should be enough to satisfy you guys. Um, thank you for subscribing. Please rate and review right now, especially if you laughed at all. If you hate us, Go on with your daily chores. But those of you who enjoyed this, rate and review. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the socials and write to us. And uh, we love you. And um, stay out of church basements. Don't be a ship And churches all together. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you like that. Bye. Bye. (laughs)